Hello and welcome to the Internet History Show, the show that takes a look into your internet history and asks what lies there. I am joined this week by Rachel. How are you doing, Rachel? Woo! That was my that was my own little fan club wooing me. Uh, I am good. I'm great. I'm so pumped. Excellent. I hope that your fan club is uh, you know two meters apart from one another. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a party for one. I, I won't <laughs> lie. But, oh, you're your own fan but, club. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Join the club. Uh, so, what has happened is that in advance of this, Rachel has sent me a uh, Excel spreadsheet of everything she has googled in the last month, and I have done the same for her. And uh, let's take it in turns to point things out uh, and ask each other questions about each other's internet histories until we start getting angry and one of us hangs up in a rage. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yeah. That's that sounds familiar of our friendship. <laughs> Yeah, it would it would be a sort of fairly standard standard phone call. Well, do you want to? Seeing as you're the guest, I feel like you should go first and pick something out of mine, and then I will um, begin my investigations, and uh, we'll see where we end up. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm more than happy to kick off with the browsing. You seem to have searched quite heavily. Oh, In fact, I counted how many search <laughs> searches you did of this name. Um, so you were you were perusing the bookshelf, the online bookshelf, for quite a while, and you were searching Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You made eighteen searches in regards to Stalin. Well, yeah. I mean, what was what was happening at this moment? I didn't in need time? to explain that. He's Stalin. He's he's. One of history's most towering figures. I wanted to know more. I, I wanted to read. Yeah, well, I wanted to read a biography of Stalin because a biography. I think I think my mum just sort of offhandedly mentioned that she'd read a biography of Stalin, and it's one of those things that just kept ringing around my head that I should do. So you you thought you'd make it a family tradition and like pass it down. And my son will read oh. the biography of Stalin, and so will <laughs> his son. Yeah, um, I and it's it's on its way to me now. I'm really excited to get to to really get under the skin of uh, that awful man and come out with some uh, some interesting insights. I'm gonna say are, are I'm plumping for to negative. Learn like tricks of the trade from him, or like what it what is it about him that has the allure? Well, I don't know. I've got fa- I've got you know old Russian family and an interest in history. Are you? And it just, yeah, you know, Jewish, come on, we all do. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, okay. just uh, in, an, a, a general interest, very innocent, nothing more. Um, <laughs> just, just, uh, <laughs> he says, just some, itching. just some normal, just a normal, healthy interest in 20th century figures. Yeah. Any other 20th century figures that, you know, are really catching your eye, like Hitler or Mussolini, or is it just Stalin? Well, I'll see. Ask me at the end of the Stalin book. I might have had enough of reading about dictators. Right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Is there something in particular? I mean, have you not heard of Wikipedia? Couldn't you just Wikipedia Stalin? I don't. I'm not sure what you're hoping to get on the book of Stalin. Well, information about Stalin primarily. Yeah, but the internet. This is. I mean, this is why you look the internet. <laughs> so do you? Do you not read books? I do read books, but like I'm just. You know, like for example, I can't. 
go and read Jane Austen online, but a biography of Starlin, like, that definitely exists online. Well, I'm sure Jane Austen exists online as well. A biography of Jane Austen would. Jane Austen's texts are... Yeah, but her stuff is out of circ- uh, is out of copyright, isn't it? So it'll definitely be available. You could read Jane Austen online. Oh, is it? Oh, interesting. Also, like, I, I just... Man's... I don't know. I like, I like reading... I like having a book in my hands. That's good. I like... And I like the idea that it'll just be, like, one authoritative book and I won't have to, like, spend 30 minutes trying to decide on, you know... Uh, what's what's a um an authoritative looking website you know i i do yes uh i'm i'm with you i guess it's just you know different dictators for different maters um <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's ignore that um um but um yeah i was just uh, it's just very curious it's it just seemed an excessive amount of of searches well, I there, there's but, a lot of. But you know what? Enlighten me. If I if I'm ever on who wants to be a millionaire, and the very first question is on Stalin, I'm gonna know exactly who to come to. So it's yeah. fine. It's or fine. I'll we just... we've all got our specialisms. Or I'll just sit in the audience and cough. <laughs> um, okay. Well, let's. Can I pick you up on something? Please do. Speaking of old Russian Jewish family. Uh, you, you have, um, on 47 consecutive occasions, Oh God! Google's the city of Kaliningrad. Now, this is interesting. So tell me why, and then I will tell you something about Kaliningrad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um... 47 times did i really well i guess that's like one search and then different pages isn't it potentially do you know i think that's got something to do with um i've been watching the most amazing show during lockdown called race across the world i don't know if you've seen it but it is absolutely perfect and um the theme the theme of it is there's like five five pairs of people couples um and they have to travel by land or sea they're not allowed to fly across um basically across the world until they reach a specific destination Mm. and uh, but they have to reach certain checkpoints in between um and they're only given a certain amount of money and they're not allowed a phone so it's it's really like old school travel which i'm very much on board with and um, the first series is London to Singapore right? by by land or sea. And their first destination, I think, is Delphi in Greece. And then their second destination, I can't remember. But anyway, eventually they have to pass all the way through to Azerbaijan, I think it is. Mm. And um, one of them goes through uh, Kellyn. Kaliningrad I'm not even sure how you say it to be honest yeah that's it yeah is that right Kaliningrad and what I noticed on the map is there were lots and lots of different grads across across the map there were like different towns with something something grad yeah and I was thinking I wonder what grad means like I wonder if it's like I don't know town like in in English it it is town in Russian right I don't know. I don't know. Do you know? I never even got that far. But I, I looked up Kaliningrad, and it was just 
so beautiful. Mm. Uh, like exceptional and it's not a place that I would ever think to you know book my next flight to not that I'm getting out of here anytime soon but as soon as I saw it and I was watching this show and just thinking oh my god these places look amazing I was like why aren't I exploring these countries uh first first book me up to Kaliningrad I'll see you there nice so that that might explain 47 entries yeah so I think Grad is definitely city because Petrograd. I think it used to be called Petrograd as it. No, Saint Petersburg is known as Petrograd in Russian. Uh, and Volgograd so, is also a city. And trust the Stalinite to know all the Russian words. <laughs> uh, but Kaliningrad is apparently amazing. So there used to be a thing called the Kaliningrad Bridge Puzzle or something, and it was basically because there's a bunch of bridges in the city because there's a lot of rivers and somebody tried to work out if you could cross all of the bridges in Kaliningrad only once so if there was like oh that's a good task a way through the city where you'd go across each bridge but you'd never have to turn back on yourself uh and I so that that was a thing and also a fun fact about Kaliningrad is I think my great-grandmother was from there and that is why oh really my grandmother used to think that we were related to kirk douglas because kirk douglas had family in um well i thought it was Kaliningrad. it turned out to be a city about 600 kilometers away but in russian terms that's not that far so it's i, I still think it's possible uh and yes, in russian terms yes yeah that's next door really but so yes yeah, she was yeah. from Kaliningrad, Kaliningrad, uh which i think at one time was named Königsberg maybe during maybe it was part of prussia or something and my grandmother was a Königsberg. that was her maiden wow. name so uh oh, that is so i was heartened i was heartened to see Kaliningrad on your list because it made me feel uh connected to your googling oh well of course always i mean i i would love to visit it so if you're ever planning a, a trip i don't know to see Kaliningrad and then uh, i don't know stalin's grave then you know let's go let's book a ticket it just looks great i'm sh- yeah i'm sure it's great and also i imagine his grave is in moscow but that's a i'll, I'll be able to tell you in yeah a couple i of have i have there. actually been to moscow i don't know why i'm saying it um saying it like i i don't know how amazing russia is like it is visually very beautiful well congrats i mean every every country is beautiful in its own little way isn't it yeah just that's a, me being super diplomatic I'm just sure casually dropping countries. in how well traveled you are well done okay can i can i <laughs> um can i annoy you with something now go for it i mean this was my search but yeah go oh was it oh all right well then, then it's your turn sorry i just i, I no you... no no annoy away annoy away i quite like being roasted googled national horny day what is it and when is it <laughs> oh shit uh when is it it's in april oh i've missed it's definitely it in april oh. yeah no we both did we both did um i saw it too late i saw it a day too late but i can't remember what day it was in fact on my search history it should have told you um i have a feeling it's like the 18th of april and what it it 
what's the general vibe? Uh, what is it? Yeah, good question. Um, I have absolutely no idea. That's why I was Googling it. And uh, to be honest, I still didn't really get anywhere, mainly because of all the porn. Um, no, I'm joking. There was no porn involved. Um, I just... I, I don't know what it's supposed to represent. I guess maybe it's like the day to let your, your freak flag fly. Um, you know, watch some freaky shit. I, I, don't, I don't really know. Have you seen the I internet? Don't know. I feel like every day is National Horny Day. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, definitely for me. Definitely for me during lockdown, for sure. But I have no idea why it's... Firstly, why it's national and not international <laughs> and horniness without borders <laughs> exactly um but also why you know why it's only one day of the year aren't we allowed to aren't we allowed to be a model, you know every day every day okay well 18th of Isn't april 2021 that... it will be bring it on yeah i you know it's a day for everybody to come together or apart anyway um Zing. Okay, uh, you you go. So I d- I don't really know what this this has quite heavy relation actually to our topic of talking about BAME. Okay. Because you have you have two things here related. Well, let me start that again. Um, on the topic of BA BAME things. Right. Um, I noticed that you had a story here and a story after that had to do with um, black plasters in Tesco Mm. being allegedly stolen from two women of colour. Does this ring bells? This sounded like quite an interesting story and I I want to know what happened here. Uh, um, Yes, it was... Uh, do you know i don't know if i fully retain that information but i was looking for stories about i was looking for information about skin tone plasters um and oh yeah the kind of genesis of them and you know just more more information basically so i don't i didn't read those specific stories but i was looking for information on that and i'll tell you why i was looking for that is because I was listening to a thing, I think it was on the radio, and uh, it was about how the PPE that nurses are being supplied with is often designed for the male face. This was The argument of the piece was that it's designed for the male face rather than the female face, and it is therefore too yeah. big to fit properly over women's faces. And somebody tweeted saying, that's ridiculous, and this is the new skin tone plaster thing. So I was wondering if... I basically was trying to refresh my memory of what the skin tone plaster thing because I do remember I do remember reading about that when you know Tesco and Boots started making plasters in, in different skin tones and and things so I was just trying to find out I more. Think, yeah it's like it's like quite a long-term problem actually because um it's it's cropped up a lot in um makeup and clothing a lot because uh maybe this applies more to a female audience but for a while they were selling nude lipstick so the word nude is used for like almost anything that's skin colored right so nude lipstick would be like quite pale 
lipstick mm. but of course that's not necessarily the color for everybody um and nude on different skin types um has to change so then brilliantly you know the industry started to make make nude makeup for different skin tones and the, the same was for shoes for a while we had a fashion that was like kind of pinky white shoes that were called nude shoes mm. and they start and of course that's that doesn't you know pinky white nude isn't gonna match every skin tone so they have to adapt the range to cover nude for all skin tones which is fantastic because um you know the default for everything shouldn't just be white skin um and it's it's funny that you mentioned the face mask thing actually because i'm reading a really brilliant book at the moment plug plug um reading a great book at the moment called uh invisible women oh is this the caroline criado perez thing it is the caroline criado perez well 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 look at old woke barons knowing feminist books wasn't expecting that from you. Um, <laughs> of all people, Mr. Stalin. And um, anyway, the book covers how like the default for almost everything in society is male, which you'd expect having come from patriarchal society. But like, for example, sorry, like no. when we talk about football, you know, we're we're by default talking about male football and then having to specify women's football. So everything in society but has that's, this that's, default. But that's because fo- male football was is more popular and was professionalised first, right? Yeah, but uh, it was professionalised first, but I don't think that necessarily qualifies it as... Well, I, I'm not even sure that's strictly true, but even if that is strictly true, why is it that, you know they were promoted first there's like the default right you know instead of football being accessible to everyone and football being a term for everyone it has it shouldn't have to be like football and then women's football so would you say this i find this a really interesting topic because like would you would you prefer to read newspaper articles about football and those articles have be about the women's leagues and so forth or or would you want to read articles about women's football and have those well i WSL? to be honest i can't think of anything more dull than no yeah i know but you know you stop. know what in in some alternate universe where you're interested in football like do you because i feel like some people want there's like a conflict between people who want to read about want the word women in there because that is important for them and and like another school of feminism or whatever that doesn't want to mention gender and just wants it to all be football well i I think the point is is that so long as we're saying women's football we should be saying men's football i'm not saying that we should never just have football um because it would be nice to be from my school of thought on feminism is that it'd be nice to just have parity and and just be able to be called football and be treated as a professional football player male or female but um, so long as we're clarifying that the women's football is the women's football, then I don't see why we can't specify that it's the men's World Cup or the men's league. 
you know why why does it have to be that men is the default and women is the exception well i guess it it is comes it... to the question of like do you think that language should be prescriptive or descriptive so do you think that we should adjust our language to therefore adjust people's expectations i.e let's go and watch the football could either mean watching the men play or watching the women play or do you think it should but why be does it matter which you... to reflect the fact so... that as things stand the male game has more investment and more popularity and the so it's so it's like it's just statistically more likely that when you say i'm going to watch the football what you mean is i'm going to watch the men do, do you know what i mean well uh, i i think i understand what you mean what i'm what i'm saying is it's fine to be I think I think it's important to distinguish when it's actually necessary but if you were saying I'm going to watch the football why would it matter if you're watching a female performance or a male male performance if you're going to watch football like yes there might be slightly different styles and things like that but I'm not strictly sure that that's even necessarily true but if you're saying you're going to watch football, why why do we need to be prescriptive? If we're if there's not a problem with women performing and playing football, then why why does it need to be such a, an emphasis on describing it? But do you do you not think that that, that problem it? will become less when women's football becomes more popular as it is doing? So at the Olympics, for example, you say, I feel like you say and now we're having the men's 100 meters you don't say we're having 100 meters and then later we'll have the women's 100 meters you say we have the men's 100 and the women's 100 because they're they're both like they happen side by side the women do all the same events as the men the men do all the same events as the women and broadly speaking they have kind of that, parity you know but that's exactly my point um you know the fact that you have the men and women it's never been default male isn't is important do you see what i mean it's like women have been playing football for a lot longer than like us having the world cup the female world cup on our tv like women have been playing football for for years before that before it suddenly had a spike in popularity it's just that it was never recognized now it's being recognized it's it's becoming the women's football, but still we have just football for the men. I don't mind either way if you have football for both genders or you have men and female, male and female football. What I'm saying is why should it be that you have default subjects for men and exclusionary or exceptional football for women does that make sense so for as long as there's a default i don't think that's fair so i don't mind yeah, if you say women's archery and male archery yeah. whatever but if it was just archery women's archery then i've got a problem because archery is archery and you either make it exceptional for both or you make it fe- you know even for both but that but, but that as long nomen- as there's a default there's a problem but i feel like that has come to pass because of the format of the olympics which at least in theory doesn't prejudice men over women whereas 
So it makes sense to have this descriptive language that describes the fact that well, which archery? You, it's it's the Olympics, so you could be talking about the men throwing arrows. I don't know how archery works, or, or the women throwing arrows. Whereas with yeah, but that that if we're doing using the descriptive model of language, then what you're saying is, then for me, it makes more sense that you would specify that you're going to watch the women's football because at the moment more people are watching because at the moment they're not in that sort of universal sphere where you could be watching the men's or the women's. It is like the men's game has a lot more airtime. It has a lot more money. You know, which is why. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fine. That's that's absolutely fine. I'm I don't have a problem with, you know, male tennis or female tennis. There is a difference between performance, but what I'm saying is, you don't just say we're watching the tennis now. Oh, and now the women are here. You either yeah, have but that's because men's... that's because you go to Wimbledon and the women's and the men's are both like huge deals and they're enormous stars and they make the same money and they join the same audiences, whereas that hasn't happened yet in football. Well, I I don't necessarily agree, considering, like, the women's football team for England has got further in the World Cup than the male, than the male teams. Like, there is, a gr- there is a massive popularity for female football. No, no, definitely. And I'm sure that in a matter of time, we will... It will reach the same, or like a more. It will be more. Um, what's the word? It it will be more akin to the Olympics, where you have the male and the female divisions, and which one are you going to see? Whereas I feel like at the moment, for me, I I like the descriptive model of language because it tells you which is more. It it, it like tells you what's happening as opposed to what you want to be happening, and I understand like, the prescriptivist model has a lot of uses. It's just, it's, you know, it's just my yeah. preference. I, I think I probably prefer it separate as well because it, this, the speed of certain sports are different depending on male and female. Like women's football, I find a hell of a lot quicker because technically, <laughs> maybe maybe this is just me being me, but um, <laughs> technically I think the women are quite, are better or there's better play anyway in the women's football. However, the men can tend to be uh, more, I don't know what the word is, but like more performance orientated. Like it's more entertaining maybe because there's a lot more like falling over, fights, arguments with the refs, Mm. blah, blah, blah. Entertaining in that sense. Um, Similarly, you know, with women's and male tennis like the speed of male tennis is always going to be way heavier and faster just because of the power behind (laughs) behind the ball Mm. um you know like the serve of a male is is going to be a hell of a lot faster than a female and that's not a disadvantage it's just a different type of play so i think it's i think it's fine to be descriptive i i like knowing if i'm going to watch male and female tennis but I just don't like defaulting to the to the male view. It's like going back to the book or back to the face masks, you know, having the default P- male PPE means it can be dangerous by by definition for for female nurses and you know, from an exclusionary point of view, you know, nude nude shoes or nude lipstick doesn't always mean white. It's, it's important to be 
fair um but it's also important not to have defaults because that's how we end up being really um that's how what's the word that i'm looking for uh racist sexist <laughs> just like by having defaults it means you're not thinking about the all of society you're only thinking about one small portion and unfortunately that tends to be either white or male okay let, the... can i ac accepting much of what you've said we when we started this it was to do with the criado perez book and was i was talking about oh yeah because you brought up the 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 skin tone plaster things that I'd searched. And then you said, I'm reading this book and I picked you up on the football thing. But what were you going to say about the Criado Perez book? Um, what was... Oh, no, uh, I was talking about that because it was talking about the defaults in society and I was saying the same for nude, like nude okay, plaster. Yeah, yeah um, it's the same. Like it's default white, but nude doesn't always mean white for 50% of society cool I have Does been that make sense yes I have been meaning to read that book but I might just get you to do the work for me tell me about it and then I'll gain credit that seems like the best interpretation of it um, yeah that sounds all right <laughs> uh, all right can I classic Ben classic Ben uh, can Classic I, Starla Night Ben. <laughs> can I get you? I'm going to ignore that. Can I? Can I have? Can I have one? Yeah, yeah please, please do. Okay. That was me rambling a long time. Go on. Okay, I think we should have one more each. Um, I what do I what do I want my final one to be? Um, before we carry on... Oh, have you got more? I have, like, quite a harsh one that I'm not sure you're going to enjoy me going through, but I kind of want to. Go on. Can, can I ask you first? Would you... And then we'll redo it if you're okay with it. Well, I think you should just do it, and either I will keep it in the show or or not. Okay, all right. Okay, well, you, you go with yours then. Oh, you! Oh, that's going to be your final. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, yeah. Tension. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, seeing as we're going nasty, uh, uh, what's the nastiest? Oh, because National Horny Day wasn't wasn't nasty enough. <laughs> Go on. What's the what's um, that? Um, okay. Uh, you you have expressed an interest in attending a Boost Your Charisma Masterclass. My question to you is, are you learning to be a pickup artist? Because if you were a bloke and, you, and you'd and you booked to boost your charisma masterclass, I think that's what most people would assume. Uh, well, yes, you, you've hit the nail on the head there. I am, in fact, a pickup artist. Um, but that's just my, you know, that's what I moonlight as. No, I got an email um, from The Guardian, no less. Uh, offering Guardian masterclasses and one of them is in fact about shaping up your charisma in order to become a, a 30 minutes artist. three no. times a week 
Yeah, exactly. Well, it kind of reminded me a little bit of The Sims because you can boost your charisma by talking to a mirror. <laughs> so I wondered, I did wonder if that was all I'd have to do in order to be charismatic and wonderful. But in fact, it's it's so much more. Um, okay. And I, I wasn't really interested in anything but talking to a mirror like a budgie. So I was out, I'm afraid. I wasn't prepared to spend 20 quid on anything more than that. Who uh, um, Who's giving so these Guardian... masterclasses? What entitles them to be a charisma expert? Well, yeah, I can't really remember who was offering it. I know it was a lady, but I can't remember. There was also one on like how to be funny. And I thought that would be nice. <laughs> but uh, I also didn't want to deal with the shame of not feeling funny enough in order to attend a being funny class. So, especially online, like, mm. no, that's just, that's not going to, the whole point of stand-up is it's you're standing up in front of someone. So, yeah, I just, I, I, I'm not a big fan of the Guardian Masterclasses. I can't quite get on board, okay. but especially can't get on board with this being charismatic malarkey. It's just not for me. But I was I was quite keen to do it at the start when I when I thought it I'm would be sure there'll be a charisma masterclass speech. out there. What sort of things were you looking to learn? Like what 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 do you what do you want? I guess I. Yeah. Well. Um, I guess I wanted to. So sometimes when I get nervous, I stutter quite a lot, mm. and I've noticed at work because I have to do quite a lot of presentations. I stutter a hell of a lot and I don't even realise that I'm quite I'm nervous about presenting but I must be because I just can't seem to get my ideas across right. and say what I want to say so I was thinking well maybe it's something to do with charisma and maybe I need some more like performance orientated training I'm not really sure um so you know as soon as this thing landed in my mailbox I was like come on over come on over baby mm. i will take a look at that so i did and i didn't like it <laughs> i didn't want to do it mostly because again like i said charisma i just associate with the sims <laughs> um you know i wanted my little step one I family christmas to stop to talking about the sims so much <laughs> i just i wanted my charisma points to go up to 10 and i'm also waiting for the day where they give me a master class on piano and my musical skills right. go up to 10 um but yeah no it's it's not quite the same in real life i think you should watch a youtube channel that i used to watch a few videos on uh i think it's called charisma on command and basically they it's a bit celebrity obsessed which i don't like but it bas it uses like celebrity interviews to talk about why certain people come across as likable and why uh and why certain people well mainly it's positive things and like things that you could do so there's i now can't think of any examples a lot a lot of them are there's one of there's a video about keanu reeves and it's like why do people like keanu reeves so much and it goes through certain things that he does in interviews that make him likable and sort of gets under the skin of why and it's not it's yeah, I found it, like some of the tips are quite like practically useful, and some of them are just like quite good ways of thinking about things. So one of them is like, so Keanu Reeves is an introvert. The guy thinks, and I think, I mean, I don't know, I don't, I I would guess so from interviews. He looks like one of the more introverted actors, and it mm. says that he often gestures with a thing in his hand. He'll have like a cup, or if he's on a chat show, he'll like pick up a prop and start talking with things. And it's saying that people who are introverted 
find it hard to just talk but if you give them a thing to kind of gesture with they open up and i can certainly testify to that because i love gesturing with shit i'm flicking stuff yeah. all around right now so there was you know right. it's, it's really interesting and there's one on um the other woman from game of thrones uh who's married to the, the jonas brother sophie um sophie turner anyway wait they got married i'm uh, not the point of the story rach so um sorry <laughs> so she did an interview <laughs> and it sort of went viral because she came across very well uh and and the guy was looking at like what what are the things she's doing in this interview that make her come across well and um and yeah it's 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 really interesting it's um and it you know it's like there, there are videos that are called kind of bullshitty sounding things like three ways to come across as confident in any situation but actually they are uh they seem relatively non-bullshit interesting well in the um how to be funny thing they also use lots and lots of examples of Jennifer Lawrence, who I, I I never actually thought she was that funny, but then they they use so so many examples of her um, being like I don't know what the word is, but you know when it's it's kind of like it's not witty, but just um, simple things like they asked her, oh, so you've you've been in lots of films, like are you are you used to the are you used to the fame now? And she's like, oh, oh yeah, totally. And they're all like, ha, 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 ha. And they're like, that's one way to be funny is giving an answer to the unexpected. And I was like, really? Okay. I can I can be unexpected. <laughs> fucking wild, man. <laughs> so um, Jennifer I'm just Lawrence waiting is great. for my she's, opportunity. She's, I feel like her moment has kind of passed now and it's all about other younger actors. But she, she in interviews was always really good. And she would just like not be bullshitty. And I remember there's one thing where she was on the red carpet for something and, and the interviewer said how are you doing and she said god i want some pizza and it was like oh she's so normal because <laughs> yeah. i want pizza as well exactly yeah um so yeah maybe i should so take maybe one of those so i think the answer is just be yourself right and especially if you're jennifer lawrence yeah definitely but if you're looking up you know funny classes and charisma classes chances are you don't want to be yourself <laughs> yeah but it's like it's it's like being the best version of yourself yeah yeah that's true ten, i feel like 10 we, points charisma, i feel like not five points yeah i feel like people think that authenticity is like a state and well maybe it is but but it's also you like do stuff to be authentic it's like an action <laughs> you know yeah maybe maybe i don't know i don't know anyway i shall not be attending the Guardian Masterclass on being charismatic, I'm afraid. But I will look up their YouTube channel. That sounds interesting. And if The Guardian are looking for and... other people to do charisma masterclasses, you know. Huh? What? If The Guardian are looking for... Oh, I don't want to say it again because it sounds less cool now. But if um, oh. if The Guardian want me to do a masterclass in how to be a charisma legend, I'm pretty free. Right. Yes. <laughs> you have... <laughs> Right, hours yeah. of free time of people just desperate to get into your inbox to sign up to chari- charismatic glasses slide into God, my it's quite hard to say on its own yeah slide into my uh oh. inbox i'll work on that bit for the, the for the pitch um okay so it's the, i think should we make this the last one you're gonna hit, let's make this the last one hit me with something go on i can okay. take it okay 
Okay. Um, so um, we've had we've had National Horny Day. Yeah. Uh, now we're gonna oh, have God, Ben's thing, it? ten <laughs> ten entries on uh. condoms, which is fine, but that's fine because you know we're all sexually active adults here. Some of us more than others. <laughs> eh, eh? And <laughs> not, but not only did you type condoms in, but you typed condom man. Oh. Condom man. <laughs> oh yeah. So this is. I was looking for an image that didn't exist, and I wanted it to of a man holding like a hundred condoms, because uh, <sighs> it's looking like on Sunday there'll be a lockdown announcement that on Monday some restrictions will be eased, and uh, that say if you were. <laughs> it, um, that, that, Where is this going? That if you were living, that that if. That if under current restrictions you couldn't see your significant other, but if on Monday you will be able to, I wanted to like post a funny picture of a man running with like a hundred condoms, but I couldn't find it because it because it doesn't exist. Ah, oh, so that's um, okay. That makes a hell of a lot more sense because I was thinking, thinking it was some kind of weird superhero and <laughs> you know, like, condom man, and you know when he hears the heavy breathing of two adolescents sort of arrives. And delivers condoms. It's the condom man. Exactly. I thought it was like the happy parent superhero. Um, (laughs) And maybe, you know, they were like... Be like condom man. Protect yourself (laughs) and the city against crime and chlamydia. (laughs) Well, that's what I thought. Just like maybe he's in like some comic book that... Condom man and his sidekick. (laughs) Uh, What would would condom man's sidekick be? Um, STI test kit. Mm. Robin. <laughs> <laughs> you you keep taking those classes, Rach. Uh, Condor Man and his sidekick would be like Mrs. Mooncup or something. I don't know. <laughs> yes, they are the same thing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Do I not know what a Mooncup is? Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a cup in the, in the shape of a moon that you have your coffee with, right? Um, anyway, uh, yes. condom man. Condom man. Okay, that, is, that, makes... that is such a... Oh, that is... Oh, I love making up a superhero. It's very satisfying. When I was younger, <laughs> I made up a superhero with my friend James. James, if you're listening, hello. Uh, whose name was Bin Man. And his sidekick was Garbage Boy. And Bin Man... Was he was an ordinary bin man, and then he came across some radioactive waste in a bin and turned into a superhero. Mainly, his powers were like oh. helping uh, clean up the city. Uh, and he's his oh uh, my God. his slow his uh, catchphrase was "Time to take out the trash." Oh my God! James and I made that it is... up. I think we we were playing cricket out of we were forced to play cricket, and that's the most useful thing we did. Uh, as fielders was make up bin man and garbage boy yeah but that is to be honest that is the future isn't it that is the future of comic books because getting serious for a second here climate change being a big issue on the horizon that is such a good comic book to have yeah like to show everyone they can be was it trash man Bin man, bin boy, bin man and garbage boy. <laughs> okay, it's so memorable. Bin Come man on. and garbage boy. Yeah, that's what everybody should be. I mean, not all heroes wear capes. 
Um, this one wears a bin The real liner. bin men, the real, <laughs> the real bin men of today are our key workers and heroes. But also, I want them to be radioactive and superhero. So make it happen. That sounds great. I think it does. And maybe, good. maybe in one episode, he can meet Condom Man. Maybe Garbage Boy. <laughs> Can meet Condom Man and, and they share an ex- a witty exchange. I don't know. Maybe Garbage Boy finds a condom, a used condom. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and is like, ugh. And Big Man's like, oh, we better go see the Condom Man about this. Exactly. And then like a flying newspaper about Condom Man save city from uh, giant From reusing condom you know, um, and getting in weird infection. Yeah. Getting excess smegma what would um so if bin man's catchphrase was uh time to take up the trash i guess condom man's catchphrase would be rubber up time to clean up the cum i don't know rachel um sorry i took it there i went the wrong way i'm so sorry um it's a family friendly (laughs) it's like um what what is that wrap up or oh what is that there's a really there is a really good phrase that um, the clinics use that I can't remember mm. what it is. It's like bag it and or oh bag it, then bag it or flag it. it. No, because flag it flag, is like what is it? Bring up the fact that you don't have protection. Bag it or flag it. Maybe maybe that's what it is. It's like wrap it or. Tap it. Bef- no, wrap tap it before it. you tap it. Or... Wrap it before you tap you it. Know. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bag it before like, you shag something it. Something like that. It. Yeah, that, that's good. Yeah, like that. yeah, that's it. Yeah, bag it before you shag it. Or so- yeah, there's there's a really good phrase. Rubber before you is. flubber. Uh, latex before you <laughs> oh. playtex. Uh, oh, that's really good. Oh, I like that one. That's really good. There's Yeah, there's a lot of mileage in, in uh, Condom Man. And his side. Condom Man's got a long way to go. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. So... That makes me. That's brought me back to a, a happy memory and a bright future as creator <laughs> of Condom Man comics. I can't wait to see what the. I mean, you're going to have to design the picture clearly because you couldn't find it. Which means it's all going to be your own vision. <laughs> absolutely. Which is all the more, you know, all the more reason to make Condom Man reality total artistic uh integrity which is what we're all looking for okay yeah. and that wraps things up very nicely just as the condom man would say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well this uh that concludes this episode of the internet history show thanks for playing rachel i hope you've had fun yeah can't wait to come back Abs- oh you're assuming you'll be invited back okay um <laughs> No, you will be. We should have a, a thing that we say at the end, that I, that I say at the end. There's always a thing that... Turn, keep turn searching. your secret tabs on. Keep searching. Keep tabs Keep tabs on. Mm. Keep... Uh, we'll... Don't forget to keep tabs on us. Uh, d- uh, no. Keep searching. No. Let's say keep searching for now. Uh, like and subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud and wherever you found this. Tell your friends. Get in touch with me uh, somehow uh, if you'd like to be on the show. If you think your internet history is really, really, really red hot, 
that would be great. But not in a sexual way. Yeah. And even then we can make allowances. Okay, wrap up, everybody. And see you very, very soon. Bye!